This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation. Yes, ah, oh, man. Rest in peace to Craig Mack. I just wanted to kick it off with that real fast. Right, yes. We'll take our, our customary moment of silence for Craig Mack. Yeah, let's get that. And then if you want to subscribe. I mean, come on now. <laughs> you know, shit. What's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm feeling good, feeling great. You know, out back in these New York streets, feeling good. Yeah? Yeah, man. How was L.A., man? L.A. was beautiful. Yeah? Um, not just weather-wise, but it was it was good for the spirit. It was good for uh, it was good for business, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was good for, uh, it was like a, a spark, a reigniting of a certain part of my hustle that had been, um, I hadn't done the West Coast, like a real business West Coast trip. I went out there, I've shot. Right. Went out there for an event right quick, came back. But I haven't done a, a round robin, go hit all of the offices hit and the trying to get some type of uh, trip and, and shit since 2006. So let me ask you that. How has it changed? It was it, right where I left it at. Really? <laughs> same players, same, same locations? I mean, a lot of the same players, new players and stuff. But I checked in with the old players. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because now the old players are at different places doing bigger things. and Good to hear they still playing. Oh, yeah. Still a lot of, a lot of playing. Uh-huh. But, you know what I'm saying? The main thing is that it was like I got off the plane. Cause, you know, usually I get off and then I, I run to whatever I'm going to do. This time, you know, I knew I had a week. You know, I'm going to ease into it. You know, I already missed the Oscars, so that was that was whatever, whatever. Mm. So now it was just, you know, all right, let's get down to business. And so what I what I realized was that in moving around, in knowing that, all right, I only had this amount of days to make all of these things happen, and knowing that um, I want to, yeah, I want to get in and, and get something, come back with something. It just brought in a new energy, you know what I'm saying? So I'm hitting. I'm hitting everybody. I'm hitting niggas I ain't even know. You know what I'm saying? I'm hitting whoever, whatever mm-hmm. players that I could hit. Mm-hmm. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm doing whatever. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going out. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, and I'm out here. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? And it was clicking. And it was it was popping. Even the cats who I knew wasn't going to meet with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? They still responded like, you know what I'm saying? I can't do it this time. I'm on the plane. Or this, that, and the third. But the exercise of, of just putting your name in the conversation yeah. was, it, it just, it elevates you. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? Shit, yeah. So then when you're moving around and, you know, everybody's, you know, they receptive and it's, and it's not. And what I realized is that I had a lot of success out there and it wasn't necessarily the sales each time I do something or each time I pitch something everybody buy into it. It's not necessarily what you're going out there to pitch. What was what I discovered, rediscovered, was that it's more about 
the information you come back with. You know what I'm saying? Just the little tidbits of shit that you wouldn't get normally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like that little bit of information that's like, oh, that's how they doing it now? On the ground information. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if that's how they doing it, I'm going to come back. Uh, I'll be back with some new shit for y'all. Watch. Thank you. So it was. it's always those that kind of information. Right. And then that feeling of kind of like living in the future. Right. Because like sometimes you sitting in something and it's like, oh, shit, that's about to be big. Right, 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 right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, I was I was at a dinner with, with my homie Tubby, uh-huh. and uh, who's he's an A&R guy. Yeah, Sean Tubby Holiday, shout out to him. Right. Went to find you with us. We was at a dinner, and you know they was doing they did they you know they was doing their record industry business as per right. usual, and and you hearing some of the deals that's happening, it's like oh shit, that's gonna be big. Yeah, I miss that. I miss <laughs> that. Like I miss that from being at uh at uh magazines. Cause you'd hear about shit a couple months beforehand, right. and to your point, you're living in the future. You like, right. well, that shit impact, right? And it feel good. You got an exclusive, like, ooh, y'all don't even know. And then you could go and make moves, could leverage that. You could leverage. You leverage the future. It's like insider trading. But, oh, but when you when you sitting on that, when you when you don't put yourself in it, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't really get all of that information. And then I guess the the last part is really is just that. <clears throat> It, it just feel good just kicking it, you know what I mean, with with people that you haven't kicked it with, that you've done business with, and not necessarily that you are going to do business now. It's just, man, you you throwing it back and forth, and motherfuckers glad to see you still playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just right. as much as you glad to see them still playing. Right. And and you get to see the people that you do. Man, I, I, I went with one of my cats who was, you know what I'm He was interning for Bobito when I met him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When we was at the 2050 office. And now he he over at Beats doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. So it's like you get to see people rise up, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I met with my cousin Brandy, who you know she was a young jit when she moved to Atlanta to work with work on Stomp the Yard. Mm. Now she over at ABC doing her thing. She got a she got a playlist on Spotify called Butter, that you know what I'm saying? That's getting it cracking. So look at that. It, it, you know it's, it's 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 interesting to be to watch watch them rise. To, to come back to the players that was doing it and, and done it and be able to put it all together and make a whole lot of shit happen. So it's got a whole lot of shit on the table right now just off of looking, seeing, hearing, and motherfucking talking. That's what's up. You find yourself, you think you're going to um, start incorporating visits a little bit more frequently? Oh, most doubt. That's what my wife said. You should go more often then. I was like, <laughs> that's, that's strange for her to, Hilarious. <laughs> to welcome you to go your ass somewhere. So um, what, I, what, I, what I am is trying to close some of the stuff that's on the table, but right. definitely looking for a place. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and what, I, what I found out is that the, not the move, but uh-huh. a once a month spot. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the best, my, the the people who move from New York to Los Angeles, uh-huh. they the best pitch people for that dance. Oh city. man, <laughs> listen! Shout out to uh, Nikki P. Uh, there's a few people I know that do that. They we work for the tourism committee. Exactly. They like man, listen. <laughs> It's a lot going on out here. It's great schools. It's like, like all right. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, you you stuck because it's a snowstorm in New York. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there ain't no snowstorm so, in L.A. Nah, but they 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 pitch it like it's whoo. Did you go past your old spot? Your the, old apartment? Se- yeah. Yeah, you always have to ride by there. It is, you Salute. always have to do that. You always <laughs> got to see what it is. Did it feel like? Would you ever return back to that location? Um, or does that feel like that's in the past? 
Yeah, yeah, it's kind of in the past. You know what I'm saying? I still love the neighborhood. Yeah. I still love the West Hollywood area. Right. Because it was the, the Palazzo, you know, okay. right across from the Grove. Because, you know, right. they spend a lot of time in the Grove. They right. got a Barnes and Nobles over there. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But I, I did something totally different. I stayed downtown this time, which it was totally off the radar. Yo! <laughs> I've been thinking about that the last couple times. Everybody's like, oh, downtown's popping, whatever. I never used to go to downtown at all. I've been to downtown maybe twice in my entire time going there, right. like to really just see what it was. I hear so much about it, but it just feels like it's so, I, it's not even anything that I consider. You know what nah, I mean? It's, it's not because you, it's, it's not none of the name brand spots. You know what I'm saying? None of the, you know what I mean? You got the standard down there, but it's like, it's to, Congested down that nah, way too. Nah, kind of really, it's, this the part. This the part. Mm-hmm. So, the homie DJ Clean just moved out there. He didn't right. move. He hasn't actually even moved in yet. Okay. So he got an apartment downtown. He let me Airbnb it. So I'm basically in an apartment downtown. The inside of the apartment is dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a renovated building. There's nice big loft, big ass loft and shit. You could tell a lot of artists and shit live in the building. Um. A lot of young, cool, you know, all kind of races with their dogs and coffee and nice sneakers and shit. Mm-hmm. But then you step outside. As soon as you step out the door, it's just so much homelessness. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like you know, right it's, right off a of skid row. So right. it's just like the block of homeless people, they just all, they just all through it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it makes you feel, it's like gentrific, gentrification on steroids. So it makes you feel like a real... Colonizer, you come, you stop out with your little nice sneakers, and then uh-huh. as soon as you hit the door, doo doo, yo, get that dollar, get a get a dollar, you like God, and it's like you know what I'm saying. Then you get one, and then it's like yo, me too. What about me? It's like oh Lord, what the Damn. fuck? So it's like it's a weird vibe as far as being outside down mm-hmm. there, you know. But they, you know, they have some nice spots. My man Damani had a spot a couple blocks over. That was mm-hmm. real nice, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. High rise building, just overseeing the whole shit. So it's, you know, it's interesting because it's it's still cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got some nice spots, but then you you do have the element. There ain't nowhere to park either. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's <laughs> it's like it feels very city city more yeah. than any other spot in LA that I've been past. Um, damn. Well, yeah. So that was that was dope, man. That, you know, we did it. We done it. Came back with a lot to work on. Mm-hmm. And you know, shit. Way I look at it, I, I filled my notebook with a few years worth of work. That's what's up. If that's I could get it done, that's good to hear. So that's that's you know, mm. coming back feeling like Superman. That's what's up. I was fucked up this whole weekend. What you was I doing? Was, I just had a cold. I caught a cold. I was taken down. You had the flu cold or the cold? I cold? don't know. I think I just had the regular shit. I got nervous though, cause. Uh, you know, everybody, this flu shit, was this, this was a strong flu season. A lot mm-hmm. of people was getting bodied by this flu. Right. I don't want to go out to no flu. That, you know. <laughs> so, uh, and then what What I thought about, honestly, last time I seen my, um, I went for a physical, mm-hmm. my doctor was pushing the flu shot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't, you know, I don't fuck with that since Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't fuck with it. the just out the blue flu. He was, he was, fall, you sure? I'm like, Nah. Did you get one? Yeah, I got one. Nah, I'm good. You should get one now. Nah, I'm fine. If I get the flu, we'll figure it out then. But don't hit me with the shit. I ain't had the flu in 15 years. And I asked a couple friends of mine that are doctors, do they get the flu shot? And they were like, no. <laughs> so that that bugged me out. 
What also bugs me out too is oftentimes, and I guess I guess they, you know, they there, they see it up close. But you'd be surprised how many doctors don't really go to the doctor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they, you know, they too smart. They, they right there. I, I diagnose myself. They feel like they got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. Like, <laughs> Hold this light. Hold yeah, that light. What, exactly. what you see? Okay. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. You know, they they be under pressure to push these drugs and shit. So, yeah. you know, it's you know it's opioid season around this motherfucker, man. They ain't gonna sell me on every drug. Yeah, nah, I wasn't fucking with that. But so I was just chilling. I was laid up, was watching a lot of TV because I had nothing really else to do. I watched a show on Netflix called Seven Seconds. You did you watch most of it? Did I watched the it? entire shit. Did you watch it? And I just got. I'm on okay. the first episode. All right, so we ain't gonna really get too deep into it, but uh, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I don't want to spoil it. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to spoil things as much. Okay. Because I'm good to go from zero to spoiling the whole situation. I'm, my <laughs> but, synopsis game isn't the best. Well, let's not synopsize. Then <laughs> tell us just how you felt. Well, it'd be hard for me to tell you how I felt because I would. It would. It has a lot to do with the resolution. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. So I don't want right, to fuck right, it up yeah, for you. Yeah, I will say this though. It's always good to see Regina King get her acting on. No doubt. I, had a, I thought about this, and I, it could be wrong, but Regina King reminds me of like the Lil Wayne of acting. You know, because mm-hmm. I know Regina King since she was Brenda on 227. No doubt. And she came, I remember her as a, chi- as a child actor. Mm-hmm. Now she's a, a grown woman who's killing shit. Right. I, I mean, mean, I think she had a, she had a, a point where she was really popping, popping. And and then like around um, show me the money time, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying. But that had show me the money was fresh off of like you know what I'm saying. Boys in the hood, she was so boys in the hood might have been ninety two. Then she had a few more in between. Show me the money. Then it was show me the money. She was at the kind of like at at the at the height of that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying. Then she had a couple other things, you know. And then you know she kind of went away a little bit. But when she pop up, she's good. You she, re- remember, like Damn. she popped up in this Christmas after having been gone when she whooped um, Laz Alonzo ass in the shower. I didn't see that shit. She, this Christmas is that's this Christ- from the gospel. Yeah, this Christmas okay. is Will Will Packer. Uh, is that the one with Monique? Nah, that's that was the 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 other oh, Christmas, kind of like the sequel of that one. What was that? Family holiday or something? Nah, that was almost Christmas. Oh, uh, get out. So this Christmas was uh-huh. Chris Brown, Idris, right. Right, right, right. Regina King, uh-huh. Laz Alonzo. And uh, she gave Laz Alonzo the hands? W- w- no, she gave him the motherfucking belt like a child. Oh, really? <laughs> like, like auntie. Uh, I got to check that out. She, yeah, she uh, baby walled the whole bathroom down while he was in the shower. Then called, So he was slip? Yes, called him out like, yo, what the fuck's going on? He's like, what up? <laughs> then she swapped his ass with the... Whoosh, and then, he's like, hey, and then he started slipping on that baby oil. <laughs> oh, I got that was the that funniest thing. part of the whole that movie. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, I she, didn't even know she that. came back strong with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she she rocked it in seven seconds. Uh, yeah, I want to I want to get into it, but I want you to see it. You okay. know what I mean? I mean well, you, you get back to me on that. But I watched that. What else did I watch? I saw that was a good ten episodes. I I fell through that. I was watching Planet Earth. The new one. What the fuck is that? You never seen Planet Earth? No. You might want to fuck with Planet Earth. Look at Matt perked up. Planet Earth is the shit. What's it's been what around is? for a while. It's basically, especially you, because you like uh, uh, video and shit like this. But what it, what it, what channel was it on? I guess it might have been on either Discovery or Channel 13. Uh, it was originally, originally BBC. Okay, um, right. So David Attenborough does really beautiful nature documentaries. Mm-hmm. 
and re- like some of those beautiful scenes you'll see just nature and they get in there like you know how the nature motherfuckers always oh, yeah. got the best camera game like they get in the the environment mm-hmm. so basically this new one is like mountains then there's the jungle then there's islands or whatever i watched the mountains one most recently shit was crazy it's just it's just so so high stakes in the like in the wild life or death it's life or death like a motherfucker they so they talking about you know the people that could even survive in the mountains because it's not you know you so elevated it's not much water so they got the i forget the name of the, the goats but they got the goats that be on the little you know the real steep clip mm. faces where they like, tim, and they like real right. right. dexterous oh man so they showing them and they showing like how the little kids got to learn because you got to learn at your peril either right. you're going to die or you're going to learn so right. you just see how they navigate it then you see the foxes at the bottom waiting to, to set it off you just see everybody in that element right. how this shit works out who's going to and then there's a little bit of killing you know what i mean but the shit looks amazing it looks amazing and it's the kind of stuff where they people will wait around for nine months to get one shot of this animal that is on the endangered species list kind of deal. True. Yeah, they got like snow leopards. But they ain't doing that shit for free. Getting it in. What you mean? Doing they it getting free? paid. Oh, yeah, they're getting paid. It's nine months to get that shot, too. Trust me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure you're getting paid enough to make me go into the wilderness for nine months. <laughs> nah, I'm sure. Civilization. <laughs> I'm sure planet Earth got a budget. That shit don't look like they are skimping on any, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not sure if it's, I'm, but I'm not sure if it's people who are trying to be filmmakers or if it's scientists who are out there trying to observe the animals and just happen to be getting shots as well. I mean, it, it might even be, going be either way, so it then. might be a compilation of all of that, but there's a budget. <laughs> I don't think that shit is not, that well, wasn't the, no pro bono type D- shit. David Attenborough, whoever sitting in the studio doing the narration, yeah, he's getting paid. I'm not sure how much the cameramen and cinematographers are getting paid. I'm getting paid yeah. by the day. If, <laughs> it, if it's on TV, they probably getting union yeah. rate too. They getting paid now. Because I no. wouldn't even know David Attenborough if it wasn't for that footage. Not, yeah. Nine months, uh, nine months, day, union, yeah. union day rate. Hell yeah, yeah. Nine months, union day rate, half that shit, you just sitting in the tree? Chilling. <laughs> Pass me my coffee. Looking at a monitor. You know what I mean? The camera already set out there waiting and shit. You just sitting back. <laughs> Stakeout ass. Looking at the monitor waiting for a motherfucker and rodent to pass through. You in a white van <laughs> in the jungle. <laughs> the only, you got a fucking, in a white, a fucking yeah. Silverado. Yeah, I built you a custom hut and shit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but yeah, man. that was cool. I was watching that. Was I thought I thought you was talking about some type of show show. I, I, I know you were talking about the documentary. Nah, I was talking. watching yeah, that. Now it's a show, but it's a show. No, I, mean, I thought you was talking about like you know like a a, a narrative, like a fiction. No, uh-uh. Planet Earth. I mean, I'm still watching. You know the narratives. I'm watching Atlanta still. The shy. Yeah, I saw. I saw Atlanta. Uh, yeah, that was funny. Um, what else? Some other shit, man. Something else. I can't remember. I went and checked out the wrinkle. Wrinkle in time? Yeah. Support Ava. Did you take your daughter or you took your whole family? The whole family went, man. Everybody. Yeah, I've you know been on some yeah, real we, cinematic yeah. uh, hey, man. Hey, they need fellowship. To, hey, they need to keep it going because, you know, the, the black black movie going experience has been lit. Yeah. They must be out deep. What's well, different from the white movie going experience? <laughs> no, I'm just talking about in the last two, you know what I'm saying, to support the black movie The movement. morale is high. You know what I mean? It's just... People are excited. People coming out in droves. Like, they bringing the whole crew. Taking, the morale. Taking pictures, making sure you know that we came and support. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Because even on, you know, white movie going experience, they do that shit every week. So, 
they're not really excited. They're not out there taking pictures. Because it's shit. not like voting for them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, Matt, you don't go take pictures at the movies, do you? At, with the with the post. He plugs his not fucking movie pass. Not once in his life. Not once in his life, see? We did it a, a whole bunch of times. Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot of movies. That Y'all we, got dressed up for regular time, too? No, we didn't get we didn't get dressed up for... My wife did, though. Yeah, my wife got, got dressed up Wakanda for Wakanda. But, nah, we didn't get dressed up. We went. How was it? It was it was interesting. Yeah, hold on now. <laughs> no, I mean nah. it, was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Because, trying, well, go ahead, and split. Because it's see, the me. thing about it is, again, I'm not trying to spoil it, but the thing was for me, mm-hmm. I love the message. I love the the symbolism. I I loved all that shit. Did you, you know? read the book? Were you one of these people that read the book? Of course, I didn't read the book. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to be. Like, of course, I've read the book. Because no, a lot of motherfuckers is on that. You know? Nah, I didn't read. I read the, book. the source I didn't, material. I didn't even know it was a book. I didn't know the. I didn't know it existed to the promo of the movie and they said Ava was directing. Okay. So go ahead. So you said I like the messaging. I like what they was what they was doing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not a black movie. Okay. That's let's get that off the table. Right. It's it's a it's a Disney movie uh-huh. that has a couple of black people in it. Okay. It's not Black Panther. No, it's not that at all. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's not that's not a knock. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of the things that I, I did take away from it. Why I love the imagery, I love the beautifulness of it, and you know the storyline and, and how they integrated things. Uh, there's not many black people in the universe. <laughs> the story oh, is of the universe. Okay, it's like shit. We ain't even in the universe. <laughs> we ain't in the future. <laughs> I see no future for you, Negroes. <laughs> there's no future for us. But <laughs> fear of a black planet. <laughs> like we not even in the universe. Yeah. So I took that as a note, and then. Uh-huh. And then um, the only other thing that I, that I you know what I mean I, the only other thing that I would say why I say is it's it's a Disney movie with black people in it is because like in certain scenarios and I'm I'm sure you know if you saw it you would agree uh, certain scenarios that happen is less totally like uh, a Disney response to it right you know what I'm saying right. it's like. Wait a minute. Now. Disney being Disney. <laughs> it's like Disney being Get Disney. The fuck out of it's here. Not, it's not like it's not like you like that's a black mama. She would have responded right. a whole lot differently right. than than that. She got Disney fired. Yeah, she was Disney fired, but you know. Yeah. You know, it's a Disney movie, so you expect that. How was Oprah? Oprah was Oprah. Oprah was Oprah. Oprah was Oprah. Oprah's like Oprah. Oprah's <laughs> in every every Oprah's Oprah in everything except the color purple. Hey, but even she was Oprah then. Hey, hey, my son, my oldest son, mm-hmm. he watched the movie and he was like, you know, the acting could have been a little better. I was like, well, who who acting was bad? He was like, nah, not bad. It was just, you know what I'm saying? Certain parts could have been, you know, the acting could have been better. And I was like, who, Oprah? He was like, nah, nah, not Oprah. Not Oprah. <laughs> like he couldn't even critique Oprah. I don't want to get on he's the like, record with that type. He's of like, shit. like, I can't. I, nah, I can't critique Oprah. Like she's not an actor. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Oprah's above critique. Pop. Oprah is bu- above critique. But you know what I'm saying. I love the message. I lo- I love the uh, the execution of it. Is is if you, if you have little girls, it's definitely you know what I'm saying a good thing for girls and and uh, families. Is that, it long? Nah, not really. Okay. It seemed like they had a lot to get through. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So they they was they was moving through it. Right. You know what I mean. But I would I would recommend it. Right. But with with um with be be clear, it's not a be, black movie. Yeah, be clear, it's not no you know what I'm saying. Don't, don't this ain't no want... action movie. This ain't you know what I'm saying. This ain't Wakanda. 
It's You're like, not going to Wakanda. Right, right, right. This is a fairy tale. This is a fairy tale that exists in a place that's far, far away from Wakanda. <laughs> right, 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 right. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit, dude. But shouts out to Ava. She did a great job. You know what I'm saying? And and when I, when I went to see my cousin over at ABC, mm-hmm. she was just saying how... Cause you know it wasn't a whole lot of black people on the campus, right? You know what I'm saying, on the on the lot rather. And <clears throat> she was saying, no, nah, no, nah, it's more. It's usually more, da, da, da. especially when they, um, when they were, cause Black Panther and Wrinkle in Time were both doing post right. at the same time. Plus they got you know blackish and grownish. So she was like, when that was going on, it was kind of like you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, a big deal for the for the for the brown con- constituents on the mm-hmm. campus, and they said that you know they usually have like these talks or whatever. And she was saying how somebody said on the panel, somebody asked on the panel, what would Walt Disney think when he saw all these, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying saw the amount of black people on the, on the lot. Hilarious. <laughs> so I was like, well, there's a lot of niggas here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them gone. And, and he said that shit in the uh, in the Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> shit. Oh, who said that? <laughs> I can't remember. I, I don't want to miscredit it, so I ain't going <laughs> This is at a Q&A? This is a Q&A on the studio lot. One of the directors, either from Blackish or, or not, Brian, not, not um, I think one of the directors of Blackish said it, but I, I don't want to miscredit Oh, you saw it? Wait, wait, wait. I didn't see it. My cousin was telling me about oh, okay. it. She was saying when all of that shit was happening, mm. all at one time, they were posting okay. Wrinkling Time. They was posting Black Panther, plus they were shooting Blackish and Grownish. Right. They would have like l- little panels and stuff. Well, okay. where you know what uh, you know the blacks congregate and talk to each other. That's cool. That's cool. Like a little, uh, it's like on a, what do they call that? The uh, student. What's the African student? Yeah, the black student union. Black student union. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 that's funny as shit. Uh, the BSU. Right. <laughs> Speaking of uh, yo, boy, I tell you that if you black, you go to like a. When I do events and the BSU book me, or they did it in collaborate, they be letting you know, boy. They they need you to know that they out there, they strong. It's right. it's I love that. Like shit. we booked you, yeah, now. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you when you give us a shout out, uh huh. We yeah. out here. Say the school, mm-hmm. but also let them know we a proud seven percent of this population of this you know what motherfucker. Saying? We hold shit down anyway. Uh, we fought for you. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> they make it sound like it was a fight too. Yeah, exactly. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, speaking of fear of a black planet, Supreme is doing this next drop. You know, not to get too deep into the hype, but I ain't gonna lie, this kind of caught me. Supreme is doing that. One of their uh, next collabs is the uh, fear of a black planet slash Supreme slash uh, I think it's undercover uh, collabo, and there's some fly shit. It's some actual, some fly little shit that's going to be resold stupid. T-shirts. It's, uh, it's coats, t-shirts, little, like, little paraphernalia type of things, like little mm. accessories and shit like that. It's actually some pretty good stuff. Sometimes it could kind of be mm, a little wonky. It's some fire shit. You know what I mean? That, uh, the commodification of the revolution. Oh man, yeah, the revolution may not be televised, but that shit will be sold. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Get you a, a promo code if you can. 
what Chuck <laughs> promo D, what code Chuck D had to say revolts. about this. I don't know, Chuck D. I, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, I don't understand this shit. Nigga, they got some favorite black planet shoes that look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> some favorite black planet oh, Doc, some Martins. Doc Martins. Oh, but you know what? Get the fuck out of here. The S-150s, they had on high top boots. They have on Doc Martens, didn't, didn't have they? on no Doc Martens. Okay. They had on some military grades. Okay. You know what I'm saying? shit is hilarious. That, Public Enemy and Doc Martens were on the opposite end of the cultural spectrum. But if you slide it back and forth, you'll see some of the, the fire shit. They got some cool shit there. Okay. I mean, um, I, ain't, I ain't mad to get the money, but yeah, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I, I'm curious. To, Doc Martens, though. I'm curious to know what, uh, what Chuck's involvement is. Because this is the one thing, like, you know, Supreme was bought by the Carlisle Group, I mm. believe, in the Carlisle. I thought Louis Vuitton bought. I don't Supreme. think so. No, I think they just collabed with him. I think Supreme was just bought by the Carlisle Group maybe a couple months ago, okay. a few months back in the Carlisle Group. You know, Google that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, let me get my situation uh, with this. Maybe since it was already there. Oh, well, hold on. Let me see what's going on. Hold on. <laughs> you know, we googling on my phone. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. So, you passed it to me. Yeah, nigga, but I ain't. We got the people listening. Man. How you doing, people? Yo, so <laughs> y'all, you know, you get to it. We got, we got mad on research. Okay. Anyway, uh, what else is going on? So that was that, man. I ain't really again. Like I, I popped out a couple times just to do shows, but then I was right back in the crib trying to, trying to beat this cold. True. That was that, you know. Uh, oh, Carlisle Group owns Louis Vuitton. Okay. Did they just buy Louis Vuitton? Carlisle Group on a lot of shit though. They down with like uh uh I don't know if they was down with Osama. I think they was down with George W. Bush. They they might have already had Louis Vuitton. Maybe, I don't know. But uh, But yeah, so mm-hmm. they the same family now. Same yeah. they all the same commercial thing. So, yeah, I'm curious you know how how that was talked to with Chuck D, because I know Chuck <clears> could be Maybe might not have been Chuck, might have just been Def Jam. That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man! Speaking about Long Island MCs, man, uh, you you came across something regarding Craig Mack. One more time, rest in peace to Craig Mack. Uh, I came across a lot of things about Craig Mack. Everybody talking about Craig Mack today. Yeah, I mean, you know, rightfully so. No doubt, but nobody talked about Craig Mack. Why they? Why y'all ain't talking about Craig Mack? Last year. Well, don't hold them. You know, you got to do that tomorrow. Okay. Let we'll them get this tomorrow. off. We'll Let them get this off tomorrow. right now. You know, yeah. Don't hit them with the... <laughs> <laughs> only, <laughs> only people I've been accepting Craig Mack stories from is people that wrote that bad boy. Hilarious. <laughs> or that was around around the bad boy yeah. era. Misa Hilton and all them. You know what I'm saying? Hilarious, man. Oh, man. Uh, I, I got a Craig Mack memory, though. Would you accept mine? <laughs> Would you accept my? I don't in, in relation to the conversation, yeah. of course. I because the first thing I thought about uh, my brother in law when Flavor in Your Ear first came out, my brother in law he was so open off of this beat. This beat mm-hmm. was so crazy. This is back when you could buy the the CD single, right? right, right so right. he had he had the CD single. He had that shit in the whip in the young Camry with the with the good ass the stereo was something mm-hmm. and we must have listened to that shit and it was you know this is well, my brother-in-law's a little older than me so he hip hop but he he's not heavy hip hop all the time he right. indulged in every halfway so- disco era right little disco era little disco era, but like little old soul type of right. you know what i mean but when something hit him it hit him you know what i mean right. 
And he wanted people that when it hit him, he'll play that shit like literally twenty to thirty times. I might do the same. I'm not, yeah. not saying type of person. So when uh when Craig Max Flavor in Your Ear came out, I remember my brother in law Slay playing that shit literally like twenty times. It, it didn't didn't get you didn't get tired of it. Right. Just to have the be- beginning of the shit coming and how different that beat was. And- like Easy Mo beat came, man. That shit sounded so futuristic. Like, it, like if you listen to it now and you're young and you wasn't around, it's hard to feel it. But at the time, when that shit came through, it just sounded so futuristic. It was, you know what I'm saying? It was New York, but not in the way that was alienating to the rest of the right. country. You know, it didn't sound like the typical New York beat. You know, it just was... It just had different a different vibe about it. It was a whole different vibe about it. It was like a, like yeah, the beat sounded. Um, it, it just it's it sounded like circular. You know what I mean? Like it was did the boom like that that whole shit. How it uh that that whole shit. How it would kick. I was just listening to it earlier today. That's a hell of a record. And then his flow, his voice. Yeah, his flow. You know, was just, his voice was totally different. His little, like a little ad libs, ha boy, you know all that old right. crazy shit. And I'm thinking, was the boy was that a homage to? I'm being too deep. Was that a homage to Flavor Flav? Because that's Long oh, Island, man. Be boy, boy all the time. But that, that man, could be different. Know, but because I, I never really hear other people say boy, you know. Besides, I thought Flav. that's what New York people said. Nah, that was yeah, Flav. boy. That was some flavor flame shit. Because, <laughs> because uh, even now, like, um, like when my son was like in middle school, yeah. like the all the kids was saying "boy," but in a different kind of way. Yeah. But yeah. that was like a you know what I'm saying? That's a different boy. I thought it was just an extension of the old. Like I'm like, oh, they done brought the boy back. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? I thought New York because I was you know I'm in Florida. I thought New York people said "boy." Yeah, no. Nah, I thought nah. that was the whole thing. Son, boy. Son, boy. I never really heard boy. Dun, dotty, dun, dunny. <laughs> yeah. But it was a dope record, man. I I, yeah. I was a I was a big fan. He kicked it off. He definitely kicked it off for Bad Boy. And then, you know, Big kind of, I mean, he took the momentum and kept going and right. going. But but they needed, like, I, I read Misa Hilton's story on Instagram. And okay. she was saying that how they were in the at the Palladium, her mm-hmm. and Puff was at the bar waiting on Flex to play the record. Right. And you know what I'm saying, kind of nervously waiting to see how people were gonna respond. And he put the record on and you know, everybody went crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's like all the hands was in the ass. She was like, Puff was like, came over to her like, yo, we got a hit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he needed this shit. Cause he was, he was fresh off of Uptown. So he had just did Jodeci. Right. He just did Mary J. He was on fire. Mm-hmm. Then he got fired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now he he about to drop his own shit. And it's the first shit. He gotta prove himself. You know what I'm saying? You waiting on cause you know, how do you how do you how do you come after Mary J and Jodeci? Like Mary J that summer ninety two was killing shit. Right. Jodeci came through and killed shit. Right. So now you're doing rap. It's not no longer the R and B. You got a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Nobody don't know that. No, no. Craig Mack never heard of him. He people had, some people heard. I'm of talking him. about outside yeah, in the world. You know I hadn't saying? heard of him, but people like he he had another record. He Man. had another record. Supposedly, like he was like a kind of like an underground hip hop cat, and I think he had a big regional record, maybe that was kind of really big on the island and in right. underground clubs. So a lot of, and I think what happened is he got quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. He got with Puff, 
And then it was almost like a reintroduction to people that knew him, and they were right. like, really excited. Oh, shit, he got right. it. He about to blow. And I'm sure Puff found him from, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure he wasn't <clears throat> right. just sitting around and sucking his thumb and shit. Right. But, you know, we hadn't heard of him. Mm-hmm. And so you just waiting to see what this uh, Puff Daddy going to do. Yeah. And that shit came through. Yeah. That shit opened it up for Big to do what he did. What the remix? No, just the just that song. Just oh, the that, momentum. Just that momentum. Just like you already had the clubs popping, so you know what I'm saying. Wasn't no pressure for Puff to come with just another club hit. You know, what I'm saying? and it sounded to your point. Sounded so much different than most shit that was going on on radio. That it's a good record to start a, a new record company with because right. now it starts you on a whole different time. It's like right. this. We don't sound nothing like these motherfuckers. This is who we right. are. Right then, you you had the remix, yeah, with Buster LL. Then that's when the Puff Dance came out. Right, you know what I'm saying. Right. My yeah. man Dave House made a point on Twitter. You know, he talked about LL. And I don't know. I got to research this. He said this might have been the last shout out that New York Radio got on a record because he they shout out um, Kiss BLS. You know what I mean? This is right before, like right before or right at the same time where Hot 97 was switching over. Mm-hmm. To being a hip hop station, and it was like a very regional hip hop ninety eight seven kiss bounce to it. Like you don't really hear nobody shouting out. Now they, they, I mean, it's been quite a few hot nine seven shout outs. Well, hot nine seven, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, not not BLS and kiss. Yeah, it was interesting. That was interesting. It was interesting. Um, an interesting aside. You saw some. You saw an interesting. I saw um, Quest Love was was posing the pondering the question was that hip hop's first viral instrumental cuz you know everybody started to jump on it for their mixtapes and shit like that uh-huh um you know that's, that's it's it was it was big it was it was what viral was it everybody the- was rapping on it but i don't know if it i think like the song that they did um motherfucking hip rappers delight on was on like five different songs <laughs> you know what i'm saying that do 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 yeah. that was on a whole bunch of songs <laughs> I mean, shit. I remember. I felt like top billing. Mm. That motherfucking instrumental was crazy. Yeah. Like, even still to this day, like it just sounds so yeah. But the first viral record, what's that? That I kind of that in in my eyes, uh-huh. if I had to vote for the first viral hip hop record, what, what? Okay, so I, what makes the first viral? That mean everybody is. Jumping on that beat or that topic or everybody's responding to a, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like he was saying, Quest was saying that everybody was just jumping on that beat. Like it was they wanted to everybody on wanted it. just like you listen to that twenty times. Everybody wanted to drop their verse right. on it too because the remix was so strong. Everybody right. was just trying to put their verse on it. But for me, the first viral hip hop uh-huh. joint was Roxanne. Roxanne. I don't know that beat. I Man, gotta, it was, but not even just that. the beat. You had Roxanne's Revenge, Roxanne, oh. I'm Shantae, the real Roxanne. You had so many Roxanne records. It were was, they all over the same beat though, or no? They were the similar beat. You still had that um, the big beat. Do, do, cha, do, do, yeah. cha, do, do. All of them was on that beat. Everybody yeah. had their own little twist to it, but you know what I'm saying? That was before. You just took the whole sample and just ran with it. Right. Everybody added a little something or took away something, but it was all on that same beat, uh-huh. and everybody had a response to that one record, which which gave us the real Roxanne, 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 which we got the movie from right. for now. Shout out to Mimi. Yeah, produced. I'm excited to see that. You know what I'm saying? That shit look good, actually. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But to me, that was like a moment. Like I hadn't, I hadn't been around, but that was a moment in music where it was like you was waiting on the next response. 
and the next response. Right. And that, that was crazy back then because it was no internet. Motherfucker had to go to the studio, mm-hmm. make a record, press that motherfucker up, send it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was a longer process, but you was wait, still waiting on the next one. Yeah. And it was... It was. It seemed like it was hundreds of them, but it probably was like 15, 20 different records. Was it that many? Hell yeah! She got, I'm gonna post a lot of them. I'm gonna post Yo, them post up. a lot I'm of them because I, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like it was rock. I don't. I, I thought it was maybe three or four. Maybe nah, at the nah, most. nah. It was a bunch of them shits. So you saying that? I would say I'm trying to Google right now if Come Clean came out before. What's Come Clean? J. Rue the Damager. Mm-hmm. If that came out before um, flavoring your air, do you remember Come Clean? You want to fuck? I it like, do. Boom, boom. Yeah, that was the real New boom, York. New York. That, nigga, <laughs> that was the ultimate <laughs> niggas, New York shit right there, boy. Niggas, that was the. If you had some bars, they could put hey. that shit on, and then later on it became like the Benjamins beat was hey. another viral. Hey, joint. when we was in college, you know what I'm saying? You know the New Yorkers, they felt like they were isolated because we was in Florida, right? So they don't get a whole lot of time, you know what I'm saying? But, niggas pledge allegiance with that shit. Come hey, on, that shit right there. Come on, New Yorkers come out the woodwork. Yeah. Like what the fuck? All these New York niggas come from representation <laughs> with dreads and big baggy there polo <laughs> that was like i think that was one of the one of my first favorite beats like flavor years bananas that's up mm-hmm. there but um come clean and then dwick yeah yeah dwick yeah. was another one what do y'all think was the first viral uh instrumental let us know in the comments let us know if we forgetting some shit because i'm sure we are but um, I got for consideration top billing, Zwick, <laughs> come clean. Top billing would be before. That's before. That's, that's clearly before. before. That's before. I'm not sure what was before. I I can't even put my mind on it. I but, gotta yeah. Go ahead. Now nah, go ahead. I, I, now I gotta I gotta read what Questlove wrote about that as far as what his reason for calling it the first viral situation. I will say this though, if you a musician that's about to die. Hope that you know Quest Love because he give you a nice little tribute. His right. his obit game is one of the best. And that, that brings me to something else. You uh-oh. know what I'm saying? They not. I mean, it's not a uh oh moment. It's, it's, yeah, it's a hell of a hell of a transition. <laughs> nah, it brings me like they they um the, the the Kennedy Center. You know, which did the Nas concert right. with the orchestra. They have created a hip hop council. Oh, right. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Q Tip. Runs it Q-tip or is the Freddy? Q-tip is the lead, right. I guess, advisor. Fab Five Freddy's on it, I guess. I think Questlove. Yeah. Um, shout out to Xavier uh, from Spotify who went to fan you as well. Right, right, I just right. met him today, actually, and he told me about it. That's what really brought my right. attention to it. Um, but but having you know institutions like that create a situation where they're actually bringing together the culture to keep the culture. Mm-hmm. And to keep this information and to, to put on things that kind of celebrate it and, right. and preserve, you know, the moments is a dope thing. Because, you know, like we're trying to figure out certain things, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of times these things happen and go away. And we don't talk about them no more. And it's just... What things? Just like things happen in culture. Like Dwick happens. You right. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you just kind of like, or or like you said, J. Rue the Jammer. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You forget how impactful that shit was. Right. Flavor in the ear. You, right. You know what I'm saying? Without Craig McDonald, we're not talking about how impactful that shit was at right. the time. Like, that shit came out right when, when um, 
hip hop was breaking and and niggas was really trying to figure a way to get into it as far as a business and as far as a career, you know. So when Flavor and Year came out like that that week, not few weeks after that, that was like the first How Can I Be Down in Miami. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Where they had the little hip hop conference was, you know, where everybody came down to try to figure out how they could get down. And that was like one of the records. That was one of the records that was playing, you know, when when that was happening. Right. You know, so you know, it's and just to see how Puff Nam was promoting and all that shit. All of that shit is like historical record. Like you like you'll look at Puff, you know what I'm saying, five years from now, and you grew up, you was born in two thousand and shit. You see Puff, he the you know, the billionaire guy that right. sells Ciroc. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and it's kinda like <coughs> so much so many layers, so many cultural moments happen right. for that person to get there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though Craig Mack wasn't a billionaire, he contributed right. to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to have somewhere that's kinda not and it, you can't just rely on the Kennedy Center, but Right, but it's a start in saying this type of information is valuable. Yeah, let's let's preserve it in in the best ways we can. I agree. I agree. I always felt like like especially as you, I've been thinking about that as you get older, you're not as connected to the the music that's coming out right now. Right, you've had your moment of when it was for you. Mm-hmm. Right, <clears throat> and um, you know, rather than just dismissing it out of hand or whatever. Listen, you try to figure it out. If you dig it, you dig it. If you don't, you don't. But I think as you get older, rather than <clears throat> let that disconnect happen, as you become the elder, the OG, I think it's your duty, if you part of the culture, to kind of protect the context of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To 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 explain why the flavor in your ear was so big or why these moments were big. And and really and it's and because sometimes even we need the the reminder exactly because you live in this shit and you forget and it's it's a it's a wrinkle in time no pun intended exactly. but it's that little shit where you like oh shit i forgot that's when such and such had yeah. a, right that's why he said that and that and it's yeah. like it break it 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 reveals it and it makes it compelling to people that weren't even there cuz right. i always feel like that's so lazy when people be like you had to be there right i mean you a bad storyteller exactly you, you know? not you not keeping the history like you know what i mean you're not spreading it Cause in twenty years, when when motherfucker had to explain, la slept on me Right, I want to, I want to hear that motherfucker explain that shit. Yeah, I want to, I want to be at the motherfucking at the uh, at the Q and A. Cause it's like, I was, I was, how the hell he got that off? I don't know, but he got it off. Well, uh, what I was thinking, you know, uh, yeah. la slept on me now. <laughs> Who is that? Juicy J? Who is nah, that? Nah, that's the fucking future. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. You have Kendrick on there doing his thing. Blah, 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 then, he gonna, then future come in. What record is that? That's not the, that's black. Like the black Panther. Joint. Okay, right, right, right. right. Future gonna be future. He said, yeah, I know this about Wakanda, but I gotta get my mission. Oh, get shit. my message across. Future, yeah, that nigga crazy. This knob slopped. But I'm just saying how he said it. Yeah. He, he always fascinated me, but like it was almost like like when he did that that song with Rihanna, like one of the first like when he started that breaking out. L O V E E yeah. L O V E I'm like, what the fuck? He would take his shot. Y'all gonna let this like him get this it seemed like it don't even seem like he actually he like, I'ma just do whatever the fuck and watch these motherfuckers. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's serious, like seriously trying to. I know he, he's like, let me, I'm gonna just do some wild shit on the ass. You think he doing just to see if he can get away with it? I mean, he know he could get away with it at this point. But that's what you think? You don't think it's inspired? You think it's like, wow, let me see what like, this Nah, I don't think he was really singing that L O O E. Like, I'm gonna just do some more. It was like when Biz came out with. Oh baby, you right. It was kind of like to me. That's how I, how I took it. I'm like, oh, he doing some old biz shit. I gotta listen to it some time, some more of that particular record because I will say, what gets it across with Future is the conviction. Even in the midst of that <laughs> shit, you like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And that nigga mean that shit, or at least he's selling it. <laughs> he's, he's selling, selling that shit. That he said, "Fuck this, I mean this." <laughs> Oh man, future gonna go down the Hall of Fame, and I want to be. I want to see the motherfucker who's gonna explain him. Right, break the whole shit down. Cause all it take is one or two motherfuckers with some with some big ass words and some interesting insight. Mm-hmm. It could all be explained if it's a good argument. I'll tell you that. I be I be listening to some of these people get explained, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> interesting, interesting. I saw somebody explaining um, LeBron and Jordan one more again. The classic explanation. What's that? What's but the that? only point he brought, he brought some new shit that nobody ever talks about in that argument. He was like, yeah, yeah, you know, everybody say LeBron lost five finals. You know what I'm saying? And and Jordan never lost the final. And he was like, but nobody ever talks about Jordan got knocked out of the first round three times. Mm. <laughs> he was like, LeBron never got knocked out of the first round. Mm. Interesting. But I'm not going to get into that argument. But I'm just saying, I, I thought that was, it made me think <laughs> when right. he was breaking it down. That's interesting. That's good to. I mean, it's it's such a you know, it's definitely. I can't even. You know what? I can't. I'm not even equipped to get all the way into it. And I think you know, I'm not the sports fan that know all the stats. I do enjoy this LeBron era. I'm mm-hmm. trying to really enjoy it as it's going on still. And all these eras, KD. Mm-hmm. You know, Russell, uh, Steph, Staff. like really enjoying these eras. Because I remember when I was young and I was watching Jordan, I was young. I was enjoying. I knew it was the shit. Like just like I enjoyed Mike Tyson, but the shit felt like it was like boom. Or and I don't know if I, <clears throat> I don't want to say I took it for granted because I even knew way back then that shit was special. So like, now that we having something special again, not to say there ain't been no other special shit, but just to pay attention. This motherfucker LeBron is a he a bad mother. He do some shit. He's still how long has he been in the league now? Thirteen years. Shit. Something fit, and he still does shit. That's like, did you see the little no look shit he yeah, just yeah. did? <laughs> it's like he playing with these motherfuckers out here. That was disrespectful, it was dog. Disrespectful, it was... but they lost that game. Oh, did they? Yeah, they uh, see, they but got you sweat. know what? I didn't even know. <laughs> they looked like he won that. ass mopped. Oh, they got rocked on yeah, that. They got rocked. Ah, oh, shit. Damn. He doing all that and one shit. All that and one. They shit. down by twenty. <laughs> Come on, LeBron. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah, that Jordan uh, era was different, man. Yeah, man. But LeBron out there doing a lot of fly shit too, yeah, man. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go check out a LeBron game a couple weeks. Yeah, go go highlight him, not highlight him, but go highlight a game. <laughs> I'm trying to think, did I see LeBron play? I think I might have seen him once when he was with the Heat. Mm-hmm. They played the Knicks, him and Dwayne Wade. That shit, it was just, yeah. <laughs> It should look unreal when I you mean, see it in person, I mean, too. For y'all who are out there listening, Damien is doing some pantomime and, and some wild hand motions. This shit don't even look like basketball, <laughs> I but I mean, what, I don't know what. No, he, I mean, they he was just like he picking fruit. So they would like they would just do his shit with ease. 
like the most intricate flash, like penetrated with ease, like it was nothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like when you see certain athletes destroying the competition, making it like, is this your kick? You know what I mean? Like, nigga, <laughs> come on, man. Shout out to, uh, yeah, shout out to LeBron and Jordan and all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> what else? Is Why they out here fucking with Bruno Mars though? What they say? He ain't black enough, right? Listen, he appropriating the culture. I guess Michelle Indegiocello. That's had. who said it. She originated the con- conversation. Wow. She said that you know she was talking about you know what I'm saying, yeah. Blase skipping the third, and she said that uh, Bruno Mars was a karaoke singer. And you know, I I don't disagree with the statement. Okay, I might have said it once or twice myself. Uh huh. But he can karaoke that shit. He carry. He's 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 necessary for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't banish him and say he's a cultural appropriator because he he fucking doing a live ass interpretation of some old shit. He love that shit. You know what I'm saying? He do that shit. He do it right. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't mad at Bruno Mars because you need that shit for the party. You know what I'm saying? Here and there. You can't be all serious, you know what I'm saying? You need some shit that just take you away. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I agree. I agree. He, yeah, karaoke singer. That's an interesting way. But I kind of felt that way too, because he was, I won't say a karaoke singer. I say he's a hell of a performer, right? He's a hell of a performer. He's from Vegas, right? Didn't he grow up in Vegas? Yeah, that's what I heard. Grew up with that. I think he used to be even an Elvis impersonator. That's what I heard. Right? Which I feel like everybody that was in Vegas was Elvis a person. That Vegas some point. is a hard time, right? Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have a you couple have a different talent. a few. So, um, so he's been performing. He'll 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 give you his all, and he's a little guy too. So it's like he got a, a moat even bigger sometimes. You know Aren't what I mean? Seems like most of them are. Maybe, but we talk about Bruno. But Bruno be going for it. But the thing that you can't be mad at, like one, he gonna give you a fucking hellified performance. Yeah. And he's in the spirit of the funk, like he's in the spirit of some of the like and, his. And I'm a I'm a funk person, so right, I appreciate it. Because the shit that he's channeling, some oftentimes is shit that is overlooked a little bit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like he that motherfucker that go to um to the goodwill and find some mean ass, some fly shit that like if you just had to dig a little deeper, you like oh wow, and he playing this shit. But he, you got to give him credit for being true, cause the shit it feels like, uh, you know, it feels inspired. It don't feel right. like it don't feel like oh, I'm about to flip this shit. I'm no, about I mean, to. <clears throat> he's doing what he does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He... And and for her to say that, that's cool, cause I like I said, I, I feel the same way. But he's good at that shit. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. does that shit. He ain't saying that he he not out here saying he Marvin Gaye and shit. You know what I'm saying? He out here doing his motherfucking thing, dancing and motherfucking, having fun and right. and showing the world a good time. You know? They don't fucking run Justin Timberlake do the same shit. But he fucking, you know what I'm saying, acting like it's his. Mm. Yeah, man. I, you know, I fuck with uh I fuck with what I heard. I fuck with the Bruno shit. Shout out to Michelle and Diggy Ocello. She's slept on. She be having some shit. Yeah, she was she was one of them. Outliers that you know, what I'm saying you 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 meet one of them one of them girls that you're talking to that's on some other shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, some whole mystical ass shit. Right, right. They, got they some always Michelle. got some Michelle and yeah. Diego Cello in the right. back. You know what right, 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 right. <laughs> Super deep ass R&B shit. Okay, you be over there just learning shit, yep. soaking up the energy. Hell yeah! 
All types of shit. Yeah, shout out to that. It's always a Michelle and Deggio Chella in the back. Yeah. He's got a mystical one. <laughs> a mystical one. <laughs> she oh, um man. She's epileptic too. So Is she? Yeah. So I think she so. can't do concerts. Well, she could do concerts, but you can't do flash photography. If you do flash photography, she could shit a fuck her up. And I think there was a the incident where somebody was doing a flash and they just had to give it to that motherfucker. Cause it's clear, like they say, like, fam, shit could fuck the whole show up. Mm-hmm. No flash. And I think, you, you know, know. Somebody always going. Somebody going. Step. You know, and then got that they shit. They got that Michelle and Deggio Chella got the, got the goons on deck. She had them goons on deck. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> flash mob of goons. <laughs> yeah, so that's anyway. the last thing you want yeah. is a flash mob of goons on your ass. Nah, but um, yeah. It's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bruno Mars, though. He, you know, he, uh, the last album was done with the, with the stereotypes who I know them people, and they good people, so I okay. salute that whole movement over there. They keep it thriving. Word, word. Keep it thriving. Also, they, um, I didn't, haven't seen it, but they premiered the uh, Liberty City Warriors docuseries at uh, South Five, which is, you know, Luke, Luke. Skywalker, Luke Campbell, right. whatever you want to call him, Mr. Captain Dick, whatever, whatever you call him. Okay. Mr. Doodle Brown. Right. He also started an Optimus Club, a football club in Miami, <clears throat> Liberty City Warriors. And uh, LeBron's t- company, Maverick Carter and all them, mm-hmm. they, they're doing a docuseries on his football program, kind of like Coach Snoop, right. but his version. Um, so they premiered that at South By uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. And so, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's good to see him back in the light, kind of like right. able to tell his story and the shit that's important to him. Cause you know he he did he did so much for us when we was growing up. Right. That is like you know instead of seeing him fall off and in, into the annals of hip hop history, you know what I'm saying? He's he's back in the light, kind of telling his story his right. way. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was pretty dope. Shout out to Luke. Shout out to uh, Teresa Sanders who out there working real hard getting shit done. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Maverick Carter and those guys for seeing some Miami shit and putting it down. Well, that's what's up. Man, Luke got a that was a good ass book too, Luke's book. I think mm-hmm. that shit. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be mad at a uh Luke um biopic. It's it's out there. It's signed actually. Yeah. Uh, I think Lionsgate has it. That could be dope. You know Cuz there's saying? so much shit that could, you know, it's, They just got to do it right. It gotta be right. Gotta but be right. If it's done right, that shit could be I'm, legendary. I'm trying to be involved. Yeah, speak to. But it. they they gotta they get because if they do it, it gotta be right. Yeah, it's easy to fuck up. Yeah, that's the. I mean, that's the biggest hurdle with all these biopics. <laughs> hey, the good like with 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 Straight Outta Compton. The thing about it was the director, the people involved was like from that era. You know what I'm saying? Like from. Right. You know what I'm saying? They would, so they so they had the texture and the nuance right. You know what I'm saying? When you had uh, um even like with Black Panther with with uh Ryan, mm-hmm. you know, when they took bringing the Oakland shit and all that. Smoking. You know what I'm saying? He he give you some real touch points, you know. The whole even that whole movie, like they had just good touch points all along the way. They had the right people in the right jobs. So somewhere in there should be a job for I'll leave Mr. Three Hundred Five to be in there consulting on getting that shit right. <laughs> speak it to the speak it to the people. Um, <clears throat> two things on that though. One, 
I, I used to pronounce biopic biopic like <laughs> me too and I I thought you know I mean, I no, mean it about wasn't, two years ago yeah people wasn't <laughs> fucking uh, uh, correcting you nah and I, I kind of almost still want to say it because I like how biopic sounds yeah it sounds better it sounds a little biopic sounds like some some laboratory shit like some, some biology or some shit yeah yeah biopic Bi- sounds like you know what I'm saying biopic sounds a little bit more like like Interesting, like they really go go. They're gonna delve deep. This right. is a biopic. We yeah. going on. I, I used to say that shit fucked up. Somebody corrected me, dog. I was yeah. embarrassed. Oh yeah, I but, think you know I say But I think it might have been on straight out of Compton or something right before some yeah. shit like that. Because I was saying that shit up about two years ago. Yeah, man. But the other thing is, did you listen to that kid, the Deacon, that I talked about last week? Yeah, I was playing it. I, as soon as I got off the conversation, I was playing that shit in the caddy. I think he's from Miami, too. <laughs> is he? he said, uh, I, I think he should have the Deacon 305. Oh, I think shit. He from Miami. I like that shit. Uh, I was like, this would be some shit you would like, though. <laughs> I just you like think it. said some funny shit and then shouted yeah. out uh, Bernie Mac. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Now, that uh, shit was funny as shit, man. Y'all check out the Deacon. <laughs> <sighs> this uh, show has been brought to you by the Deacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Deacon. Motherfucker. All types of shit, supreme, whatever. Uh, before we get out of here, yo, I'm thinking about. Do you, either you mess with the stock market? Little tiny bit, not as seriously up front. Just on some old, you know, some long term buys that have been had. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but not no. You know what I'm saying, not actively. My son, my one of my sons, he on some cryptocurrency shit right now. Yeah, I should have got on cryptocurrency when my man D Hustle told me about it about four years ago. Mm. You know, he'd be in the future. He'd be too far in the future. He'd be like, you like, I don't know. <laughs> hey, D Hustle be in Silicon Valley, man, so far in the future. You'd be like, yeah, damn. You got the 100 yard stare. Your, he head, your head be hurting trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. You're like, man, bring that shit in about five years, man. Uh, you know, this motherfucker was early on Uber, early on cryptocurrency. Well, he out there in the future. That's what I'm saying. He yeah. live in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know sometimes you know you, you got to just say fuck it. Yeah, you, it's tough. It's tough. Depending on how your present is, it's hard to gamble on the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if your present feel precarious, mm-hmm. woo woo. Um, do you mess with the stock market, Matt? My present is a little too precarious, and for for, <laughs> yeah. for, for for a Jew here, I'm pretty bad with my financial planning oh, long term. Oh man, oh man. Shout out to all our Jewish listeners. <laughs> Please don't take any offense. Um, so you said you did a little bit like funds, or you actually got some certain stocks. We ain't gonna get all the way into it, but do you? you I have I have a little fund and certain little stocks. Yeah, and shit, you know what I'm saying. It's uh-huh. some, some old long term shit. What What motivated you to to pick the stocks that you picked? Just some shit that I was already fucking with. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Apple, Nike, just in your life. You know what I'm saying? Some shit that was in my life. I should have did Apple when I was really fucking with it. Right. Back when nobody was fucking with it, I should have did it there. Yeah. Did it late. I think I remember when Apple was like, I could be wrong, but if it wasn't about 30 it was about $80. Yeah, under $100 and shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you go back to 2000, 2001, it was almost, I think, below 30 even. It exactly. was really like, it was, low. It was like that's, 10. That's when I should have did it. Because yeah, 2000, like, I was gambling. I was like, it, my, my, my wife was like, you know, we should get a PC. I'm like, I ain't buying no damn PC. Because you came up on the Apple now. I, I came kid, up right? on Apple, you know what I'm saying? Atari computer first and then my then the Apple IIe. And then from there, just Apple. But I should have did it, you know, well, right around 2000 when I had it and I, I could have. If you go with Apple, eBay, Amazon, and Google around 2000, you're set. 
Oh, you currently killing it right now. I yeah. mean, if, if you can go for like go for those those for a stock. If you went good, if you yeah. went scale. <laughs> if if you put some good money in those back in back in like the late nineties, early two thousands. Right. You're doing well today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get one of my homies up here to talk about stocks though, cause I'm, I'm dipping my toe in a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But uh, I wanna, I wanna see some more of that shit. Yeah, man, you gotta, uh, gotta do your damn thing, man. If you, if you, if you got it, you know what I'm saying. If you got it to spend, you gonna drop that shit on some sneakers or some shit anyway. <laughs> so go ahead and uh, right, go ahead. <laughs> you might as well put it out there. Cut. Yeah. Oh man. Yo, what the fuck is this that you show? Is that that's uh that's Popovich, that's Popovich with the Jordan Popovich face with the with the crying Jordan face? They turned it into the they gave him the full on the CGI. That shit they get is so innovative with these crying. Hey, they got a Popovich out the playoff meme with the Jordan. I didn't even face. know it was playoff time already. With with the play with the Jordan meme where they done kept his skin texture, his hair. Got him looking like Morgan Freeman a little but, bit. But he got the Jordan face. You put that on the um, on the page. That is too funny. Anyway, tell the people where you gonna be at, man. Get I'm going back. to be. I'm gonna be BK. I gotta make a quick little trip down to the ATL to see what's good with the Keisha Lance Bottom administration and such. Then I'm gonna be back. Um, like I said, probably hit Cleveland, do a game, and then uh, shit. I'm gonna be on the ground, man. All right. All right. Well, shit. I'm gonna be in Albany. This Thursday through Sunday at Albany Funny Bone, the Crossgates Mall. Come through, check that out. I'll also be in Minneapolis, Minneapolis at Acme Comedy Company uh, from the 20th to the 24th. So ha- go ahead and grab some tickets right now while they're still on sale. And uh, shit, until next time, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. to be in the conversation.